and I'm back. I had three quarters of an apple. Oh, Jesus. And I brushed my teeth. I am quite aware that you just heard my dog. You may continue to hear her. Because here's the thing. She knows we're going to go on a really long walk when I wear my headphones. In case you are wondering, in order to do this podcast and give you the best sound quality that I, I can, not the best sound quality ever, but that I can give you, I got to wear these headphones. And I had them on before, but she knew like that we had just come in from the, you know, the morning walk that we've talked about previously. But after going to brush my teeth and, you know, eating, I gave her some of my apple. She's, she thinks we're going right back out there and she's wrong, (laughs) but she's a little excited. So she seems to have riled down. So the whole story seems to have been mute, but it's a fun story nonetheless. And that's kind of what you signed up for. You signed up, you're 30 minutes in minimum. It says 40, but like, I'm sure I'll cut some stuff. (laughs) If you've made it this far, one, appreciate you. You're the real MVP. Not Russ. You. I mean, and Russ, because I know he's got to listen to this before he comes on the pod. It might be in a year that he listens to it, but he's listening. That's the point of the story. So let's get back into it. (laughs) My man, Russ. Russell Wilson. Actually, before we do that, let's do a segment called That I Don't Like. (laughs) I want to do this every week, and sometimes it will have something to do with, you know, what we're talking about. But sometimes it could just be, you know, the loud motorcycles that drive by while I'm doing podcasts. (laughs) That's not it today, though. Um, And I'm a very positive person. I don't like to dwell on things that I don't like. Or, you know, just things you can't change. However, I think we can change this. Huh. I think I think we can make this better. The refs. Now, a lot of the refs are great. They're like, we, we need them. They're fantastic. Thank you for doing your job so well. It's kind of, God, I hate shitting on people. But they're ha- I'm not even shitting on the refs here. I'm shitting on the system we have in place. There has to be a better way to ensure that a ref can't make a call that's just clearly wrong and then just we have to take it, right? So there really should be like this whole team that's not even on the field, right, who reviews the footage like immediately because a lot of the times they can see a lot of the stuff that the people on the field can't in the moment but also, just like on the film, they're they're watching this little bitty tablet thing on the field. Sometimes it's literally snowing. There's thousands of people yelling. It's a lot. You can't you can't expect them to make the right calls all the time, even if they do play back the film, right? So it's really disheartening when you are watching a game. I think the last time I saw this happen. I didn't even care about either of the teams. However, it really puts a damper on the game. Makes the game a lot more less fun to watch. Because when a call is just clearly wrong and it costs that team the game. And let, like I am, I'm aware that there's plenty of other times in the game that that team 
could have made a better decision, didn't get a penalty called on them, and like, then could have won. However, that's not the case. We can't like, any part of the game shouldn't be in the ref's hands. The refs aren't playing. The guys are. Let's leave the playing to them. Let's not have the refs, you know. So that is my segment of that I don't like. This, not the refs. Some of them are lovely, but most of them. I appreciate you. Thank you for doing such a good job and taking so much hate because that's what they do. I'm not shitting on you. I promise. I'm shitting on our system. And I think, I think we could do better. Come on. Like really the chains. I don't know what those are called. The, you know, the orange things (laughs) that measure the downs. I have no idea what that, but like, seriously, (laughs) I heard a commentator make this, like talk about this one time. It was like, we have all this technology and we're really using this chain to me- <laughs> to measure if the ball has made its way to first down. <laughs> Come on. And also, like, I, 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 I'm sure they use special chains that, like, don't knot up or not knot, but, like, kink up, you know? That's a good word, kink. We like kink. <laughs> God. Sorry, Russ. <laughs> But like when I have had to use chains and stuff, they kink up sometimes, right? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea because I've never like messed with one that they use. I'm sure they use special chains. <laughs> but I don't know. There's just there's just a better way to do it. And I think we have the tools to come up with that better way. That's all I'm saying. Now back to my man Russ. <laughs> I said earlier. That that little section was called get to the point. Not called that, but like kind of a note to myself. Like, all right, enough with the backstory. Get to the point. Well, this is really to the point. 40 minutes in. This is really why I love Russell Wilson. I started talking about it before, but you know, then my teeth were sticky and I had to brush them and eat. Now I feel better. And I'm glad because I want to talk about the important stuff. Feeling good. Limitless Minds, Trevor Moad, Danger Talk. (laughs) I didn't do that on purpose. It just kind of came out that way, the Danger Talk. (laughs) Because (laughs) that's how Russell says it. (laughs) Oh, he's, oh my God. Okay. So, you know, my favorite part about the game is the players and specifically what's going on in their heads. So, you can imagine my excitement level when I learned about Danger Talk and Limitless Minds and Trevor Moad. But, like, let's start with Danger Talk because that's what I found first. Uh, Danger Talk is Russell's podcast co-host, Daniel Mock. Um, God, beautiful pictures. But what attracted me to it was, first of all, nobody else in the NFL, I don't think, I'm sure somebody else has to, that is currently playing, right? So, like, starter plays almost every week, right? I know there's, I can think of one, but, like, he's not actually currently playing. And when he does, it's not consistent. Um, Not shitting on him. He's doing very well. Love him. I'm interested to hear, like, what Russ has to say, right? I want to hear, 
Um, I want to I want to see what's going on outside of football, but not necessarily in other parts of his life. Like I still wanted I, I went into that learn wanting to learn more about football. And so that's what he does. Like he talks about football on the podcast and, you know, other stuff. But he also has guests. I think all of them have been um, from the Seahawks and they come and talk as well holy hell thank you russ because i I mean i think it could be a little bit better i could ask better questions for sure so you can imagine the excitement for danger talk absolutely love it but then quickly after starting to watch danger because i watch it they i said podcast but like they post the video footage on youtube and that's what i watch um so shortly after this, I learn about Limitless Minds and Trevor Moad. Because he talks about the stuff all the time. It's part of Russ. Like, if you've ever heard Russell Wilson's... Jesus. Russell Wilson's name mentioned, a lot of the times it's going to be talking about his mental conditioning coach, Trevor Moad, and his neutral thinking. And now this. Oh. And what Limitless Minds is, it's kind of just this whole idea, really. I, th- I think the an idea is the best way to explain it. And this idea has, I, I, I have no idea where it started, but it has branched into, they got a book. I'm not sure if it's come out yet. But if it did, it just came out. But it's also possible that it hasn't come out yet. Either way, I don't have it, nor have I read it yet, um, mainly because I've, I don't have time. I, I do have time. People shouldn't say that. Um, I'm reading other books that I find more important at the moment, and when I do read that, I want to sit down and, you know, study it, um, take notes on it, not just casual, you know, my 30 minutes in the morning with my hot water. That's not how we do things here. So. When I get the book, and you almost absolutely know that it'll be an episode on that I like. So, Limitless Minds is now a book. It's a business. They're actually expanding into, like, from the sports world. Because that's, you know, Trevor Moad is a sports mental conditioning coach. He may have a different title, but, like, that's the best I could give you. So, if I mess that up, sorry, Trevor. Um... But they're they're expanding into the corporate world using Russell's brother, actually. And I believe there's there's definitely another guy. But, like, I believe he is from their childhood. I have actually have no idea. He was on one of the episodes of Danger Talk. So go watch that, you know, if you're interested. Because you really should be. Because I'm putting you on here. That's the point of this. I'm telling you. You need to be a fan of Russell Wilson. And by association, Limitless Minds and Trevor Moad. So what is what is this all about? Limitless Minds. God, you can imagine my excitement. Because all of what I was talking about before, how I wanted to know like the battle of wills between two players and how you get how they get to where they are with not only their physical skills but their mental skills. That was all before I learned about this. And this just ties everything that I love about the game so much into a nice little bow. 
in a present when yeah i was gonna try to continue with that but it didn't work what trevor teaches specifically russell i'm sure i don't really know what he teaches everybody else (laughs) everything but specifically is mental no no back up (laughs) neutral thinking and this is god for a sports player insane i don't really know how they're putting that into a corporate world i it's probably not just neutral thinking it because that's not that's not the only thing limitless minds is but that's my favorite that's my favorite part that's what we're talking about because it's my favorite part and i think that's the most helpful thing for russ i have no idea we'll ask him on episode 360 when he's on but for right now, I believe that to be what he finds most important in his training in the mental conditioning area. It's what he talks about the most, at the very least. And this is what makes Russ so fun to watch. So before I said, honestly, like QB-wise, Lamar Jackson is like, he's the most fun for me to watch. Because you, you never know what he's going to do. He, he's one of the few that will actually run with the ball. It's, it's fun. It's exciting. Like, not shit on QBs who don't run the ball, but like, it's just exciting to watch him. This is why I love Russ. I love watching Russ because it's not in a QB standpoint. It's not. And it's really just in an elite athlete standpoint because I, I know what's going on in his head. There we go. I'm so interested to know like what everybody's thinking while they're playing. And I think the person I have the best idea of what's going on in their head is Russ. And that's such a, it's, it's a really nice thing. We all love, not all, because some of y'all are not correct <laughs> in your thinking. Um, but the ones who are love to watch Russ. Hey, stop Love to watch Russ because you, you like to see good people win. You like to see him do well. He puts so much good energy into the world. He's so supportive with everyone around him. I know he'll be supportive of me when he comes on the pod. He is an amazing dad and family man. And he, he's just, he's just good people. And he puts so much good energy into the world. So you like to see him win. So like I said before, I'd watch the people I went to football with, you know, just throw pillows around. I could watch him throw pillows. I don't know what game you'd be playing with, like throwing pillows, but I'm rooting for him. I want to see him win is the point of the story. So that that just makes it easy. Sure. But you also really love to watch him. Because the best word I can use to describe Russell Wilson is dependable. You can depend on him and not necessarily to win, right? You could just depend on him to go out there and remain neutral. And when I first heard this, I was like, well, that kind of sounds stupid. Wouldn't you want to just be hyped up all the time, right? Mm Mm-mm. Let me explain what this neutral thinking is, in terms of football at least, still. Don't fucking know how they're putting that into the corporate world. But I'm not in the corporate world for a reason. So we're going to keep it that way. So what that means is... Oh my god. Why is everybody moving around? 
Are people really going to work today? It's the day before Thanksgiving. It seems like all of these folks are going out to work. That seems a little excessive. Dude, I made a doctor's appointment for today. I was so surprised. I hope you're having a wonderful Thanksgiving. And day before Thanksgiving, because that's today. But, like, the likelihood that anyone is listening to this on the day before Thanksgiving is unlikely. So it's, it's very low. Yes. Yes, it is. <sighs> what neutral thinking means. Wow, I'm running out of steam here. What can I do to pep me up? I'm not, like, unpeppy. You just, like, it's a lot of talking. Yeah, I guess you just gotta practice yeah so we're just gonna get through this and we'll do better tomorrow (laughs) for the fifth time mental conditioning what is it or no god bless (laughs) we're talking about neutral thinking why it's so important to watch russ while he's you know training and that so see whether they're down by two, up by 80, <laughs> zero points on the board, triple overtime. Russ is going out there with the same mindset. He's not letting the 80-point lead hype him up. He's not letting the triple overtime fatigue him, not letting it scare him. He's not letting the fact that they're losing by 80 get to him. He's going out there neutral. Same way he would any other day, any other time. And this is, when I first heard this, uh, and this is really, and this makes it, this makes everyone around him better. So if I'm on that team and I know that he, he's so dependable, we're using that word again because it's so important here. Could you imagine how much better and more comfortable you would feel going out on the field with him? Or like if you're on defense watching that? There must be such a comfort knowing that your QB is going out there and doing and giving his absolute best with the best neutral mind possible. And then also, as a fan, same feeling, right? Just kind of different layout. That's not the right word, but you get what I'm saying. I watch other games, and I'm not really emotionally invested in most other teams because, you know, he kind of got to pick one, right? But I can appreciate a really great team And I love the teams with the players that I like, right? So I really like a lot of the players on the 49ers. And so I want to watch them win, right? Not too, not nearly as emotionally invested as the Seahawks, but still, you get the point. Watching other games where I'm rooting for someone, God, you're like, there's like a pit in your stomach when it's a close game and you have no idea what's going to happen. And I think the the unsettled feeling you get is because you don't know what those players are thinking. 
they could be way too hyped and then make stupid mistakes. Like going and getting penalties that are just like from laziness because they think they're up by so many points or if they're down by 50 points they could be thinking oh there's no point in doing this anymore like the game's over or they or if like even if they do have a chance of coming back they're just in their feelings really and are all pissy about it so you never really know what you're gonna get from players the majority of the time but watching Russ you can depend on him to go out there the same way he always would. And that does not leave you with an unsettling feeling. I say that way because I can't think of the opposite of unsettling. It's definitely not settled. You have a settled feeling? Mm-mm. You feel good, okay? He makes you feel good. Why? You're not sick to your stomach while you watch him. So even if they lose... You still love to watch him. And that's why. That's why I love the Seahawks so much. Because the atmosphere that that must create is, must be unmatched. Unlike any other. And obviously every team's going to have a different atmosphere. But like, that's got to be one of the best. So even just not team specifically, but if I'm any player on a team I'm gonna want to be on a team with someone like Russ one just could like because he thinks like that but also because he thinks like that and he's a leader of the team unmatched my favorite teams are the teams that make it feel like a whole different game there are two teams they're all playing the same game but you're lying if you're telling me watching the Seahawks feels like the same game as watching the Falcons or if you're watching, I, I really don't want to say the Patriots. But like if you're watching them, let's just let's just not do that. Let's stick with the 49ers. If you're watching the 49ers, or you're watching the Dolphins, like it feels like completely different games, right? And those those are my favorite teams to watch because all 32 teams are the best of the best, right? But You've got the best of those best. And that is always going to include wherever Russell Wilson may be. So, to my man, Russell Wilson. I can't wait to do another episode with you. Through May, may it be 360? May it be episode 100? Oh, Jesus. If you hear the clicking... That is my security camera. It clicks for like mm, on and off like that. It, it only did it a few times this time. But like sometimes it'll do it for like two minutes straight. And it's because the night vision is turning off. And because the sun's coming out. So, you know, like that, like in between transition period. It's infuriating. God, I was having a moment. So. <laughs> now I'm laughing. Damn it. It's cool because it's still blinking. Um. <laughs> so, to my man, Russell Wilson, I cannot wait to have you on the pod for the next episode, your second episode. Whether it be episode 360, like we've been saying, or if you want to make it episode 100, baby, you got it. 
brings here. <laughs> or not. I'll do a separate one with her. Your choice. I can work with you. Or if you want it to be episode 500, that's cool too. I mean, I, that would be, God, a hot minute. But I understand. Just come. I know you will. Don't. I know you won't let me down. And to Trevor. And you. Thank you for sparking this love for football and me again. And more importantly, my love for psychology again. Because th th that's why I love psych is get into those minds. Get into the minds of the criminals and the elite athletes. I feel like that's not a good compare. I'm not comparing, but like those are, those are just the two kind of people that I love to learn about. So seriously, God, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for making a positive impact here. I hope you enjoyed my first episode of that. I like. There's no other person I would have rather started with. At least right now. <laughs> if I had started this a few months, I'm sure it'd be somebody different. But hey, who knows? You could be winning the Super Bowl. And I could have made that the start. But I'm glad I started before that. Maybe we'll, we'll admit. <laughs> if you win MVP, maybe I'll do another. Ooh, no, we're not going to do another one just on you. Now I'm just addressing Russell Wilson <laughs> in case you were missing that. Um, <laughs> I'll have read the book by then. And if he does win MVP, I will absolutely do... I'll make sure I do an episode on the, on the book around that time. Oh, how exciting. So at, <laughs> since I've been addressing Russ for the last few minutes, let's just address everyone else um, <laughs> who's listening. Can't be selfish and just talk to Russ. Thank you. Seriously. Uh, I hope you have been put on. Maybe you have an interest in football or specifically just Russell Wilson because you can be a fan of Russ without being a fan of football and that's what that's the beauty of it like you can he's so good in everywhere else in every oh god that was wrong <laughs> he's so good in everything else that he does and he does so many other things that are good you love to watch him you love to watch him succeed in life um, and I hope you just enjoyed chatting with me this morning because this is it was something I've been really excited about lately, and I'm really glad that I finally made the leap to do it. So, good morning, San Francisco. <laughs> Maybe I can go there and watch the 49ers. And then it wouldn't be a lie when I said it. I'm not going to keep saying it. It just seemed, I don't know, it just came out at the beginning. But like I said, I'm in Raleigh. Come hang. Mm, never mind. That was a lie. You know I don't want to hang out with you. I won't even hang out with my very nice neighbor. <laughs> I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Or I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Because I'm sure you're listening to this after Thanksgiving. Hey, it could be a year from now. I hope you have an amazing Thanksgiving in 2020. Hello and good morning, San Francisco. I'm actually in Raleigh, but Raleigh really just doesn't sound nearly as good. Today, 
is the start of a new day. I'm starting this brand new podcast. I've been thinking about it for a while. I've done a couple podcasts before, but ended up just not liking them very much. So here we are doing that I like, where I put you on to all of my favorite things. It's going to be people today. It's one of my favorite people currently. (laughs) My stuff changes constantly, which is perfect for something like this. It's going to be books, TV shows, mm, occasionally movies. Can't lie, I'm not a big movie person. They're just too long. And they have to have the ending all tied up in a nice little bow at the end. And that's just not usually my thing. But, you know, occasionally, for sure. And it can even be like ideas or movements or quotes that I like. Really, it's just a place where I'm going to come and chat with you as much as I possibly can and recommend some really great things to you along the way. Today is a very special one. Um, Currently one of the biggest role models. That's probably not the best word, but we'll go with it in my life at the moment. Russell Wilson, my man. It really seemed only right to do this first episode on Russ because my life has kind of revolved around football lately and I think we're I think we're in week 13 now. Yeah, tomorrow's Thanksgiving and I believe that is the beginning of week 13. And so for 13 weeks I have been studying this game. And Fun fact, he's actually, he's half of the reason I am back in school right now. And that has been something, I knew I always wanted to go back to school, but to have somebody like that push you back into it, it it just feels really special. Um, I said he's half because the other half, his name is Trevor Moad, and we will touch on him in a minute, I assure you. Um... But it really just, it seemed only right to start with the man that I've been watching every week, more than every week, because <laughs> football's not the only thing that he's doing. And the reason I'm back in school, I'm in school to be a criminal psychologist, in case you were wondering, I absolutely love it. Um, your girl is going to be big time just wait and also (laughs) I also would like to say the people and even the books and podcasts and different uh projects that I talk about on here one day those people are going to be on the podcast so like I'm doing episode one here about Russell Wilson let's go ahead and say like "Mm, episode 360 Russell Wilson is going to be on the podcast with me. I'm going to do, I'm pretty sure tomorrow's episode is going to be about a book. Episode 400, the author of that book is going to be on. So just just give me a minute. It's just going to be me for a little bit. But this is, this is going to be really exciting and we're going to have 
the most fun people and it's going to be a really fun time and I really hope you enjoy the ride and I hope you help me out along the way. I'll help you out. You help me out. Let's do this. So first we're going to set this up. Give you a little background. Maybe like a little story time is what we're going to call it. I don't know. But (laughs) I think you need this information in order to move forward here. Especially if someone that I know listens to this, which is quite, uh, what's the word? Unlikely? Why did I have such a hard time thinking of unlikely? Come on. It's very unlikely that that would happen, but if they do, they're going to be sitting there thinking, wow, this girl is full of shit. (laughs) But I'm not. And I say that because I haven't, uh, I fell off of the football game. I, I did. I did. And, but... I got put back on and that's the only important part. Am I right? Okay. Story time. Background. In school. High school. I say school a lot and I always mean high school. What I'm doing now doesn't really feel like school. That feels like me going and pursuing my passion. So school. (laughs) I love football. And like I said, I finally, I fell off of it. But here's the thing. I'm going to give you two really good reasons of why I fell off football. And the first one was the reason I loved it so much growing up was because I loved watching my friends on the field. That was the biggest pull for me. I wanted to root for them. They could have been throwing, I don't know, pillows and I would still be rooting for them. It really had nothing to do with the actual game. And I was really young, so I wasn't really paying attention to the actual game either. And, (laughs) if we're being really honest here, some of my least favorite people that I've known just in life until up until now had this avid love for football. And it really turned me off of it quite a bit just because of that. So I think those are two pretty valid reasons, right? So like when I left school, I could still watch those people, but I haven't seen them in a while. But but we'll we'll, we'll get back to it. We'll circle around. Lots of circles. We'll make our way back. So what put me back on is the big question here. It's really not that hard to figure out. It was a boy, you know, very common. That's not the word I wanted, but that's that's the word we're getting. Um, it's really early, so I'm going to have trouble with some words. They're in my brain, but they're making its way out of my mouth is mm, a little bit of a struggle. So, it was a boy. Because here I am, just minding my, bu- minding my own business. And a boy that I am quite fond of, really. Um, started talking to me and in doing that I was like you know what I'm not doing anything today or not maybe maybe not the whole day but like at the moment of one Saturday it could have been a Friday because it was really early in the football season and I'm pretty sure it was Friday actually because that's such an important detail of the story (laughs) so I turn on his college football game. And I, of course, love watching him, just as I loved watching 
all the folks in school growing up. I was rooting for a person, not really a team. Yes, the team mattered because he was on the team, but you get the point here, right? So, I start watching the football game, but he ends up not plaguing very much this season, um, and he's not playing at all for the rest of the season, actually, but then I was left with no football to watch. <laughs> I decided I don't like college football. I, I really don't understand how these grown adults are, like, diehard fans. Unless you went to a school, you're fucking weird. I... <laughs> And I know I'm the weird one for saying this, but I don't understand it. It, it. To me, it's just a bunch of babies running around the field. Like, those boys are babies. They, oh, it, the NFL is just such a diff. Why wouldn't you want to watch the experts, the elite people? I don't know about Like, we're going to go with elite. That's a much better word than experts. Experts make them sound like freaking doctors. But no, like they're basically in their field, they are the best and that's their job. I don't get why you would want to watch a bunch of babies who are being taken advantage of by the school majority of the time who aren't allowed to celebrate their exciting game, their baby, uh, some of them are teenagers. I just, I don't get it. <laughs> it's really weird to me. So I decided I didn't like that. Like, that was very clear to me. But at that point, I had already had this fire lit within me about football again. I That love that was always there, it was back. Back again. And I also think it's important to mention that... Oh, oh, oh. I don't do things casually. Um, I don't... I can't watch a TV show just while it's on in the background. I can't watch it while my phone... Like, sitting on my phone... I have to sit down and watch the TV show. I can't not finish a book. I can't skip chapters. I I can't do anything casually. If I'm going to do something, I'm going all in. It, it, it's pretty great most of the time, but you know, sometimes it's not. Um, <laughs> but we're going to talk about that today. So when I went back into football, I knew I was quite rusty. I had really forgotten how the game worked. I mean, let's be real. It's not that too difficult to figure out. But I really wanted to dive in and really learn about what all was going down and the intricacies and more than anything, and you'll understand this a little bit more later, the players. Because later I figured out that that's really what does it for me. That's really what I love about the game. So, in saying that, I started watching every NFL game that was on. Every Monday night, every Thursday night, every Sunday night, and as many as the other games I could watch on Sunday. Like, 1 to 12 is a little excessive, um, <laughs> especially when uh, at least a few of those games are just terribleness and that I don't choose what game I get. So let's say Fox has ownership of four of the games at one o'clock. I don't get to choose which game I want to watch. And that often leaves me with watching, you know, the Falcons. And that's not, it's not really worth my time. I gotta be honest with you. And if three games are on that day and I really don't have time to watch three, 
the Falcons, that game is the one that's taking the L there. I'm not watching that one. So I started watching it as much as I possibly could. And even when I wasn't watching it, I was watching um, game tape and like videos of like literally teaching me the game. And I I was, I'm studying it. I said, I said I was, but I'm still very much studying this game, but it didn't take me long for the Seahawks to gain my loyalty once again. I remember I watched the NFL just a little bit um, sometime in high school. It was what, it was the year that they went to the Super Bowl, um, and I really liked them for so many reasons. But today, we're sticking with my man, Russ. So immediate attractions, really. Um, he's not too terrible to look at. He's a cutie freaking patootie. Let's be real. Um, he's really absolutely not my type. <laughs> so it's not like, oh, damn. You, you, you get where I'm going there. Um, <laughs> he's not my type. But I can see him and appreciate how freaking cute he is. So I think cutie patootie is the <laughs> perfect term. I don't know. <laughs> and at the, so at this point, the way I'm learning about the players is really like one by one. Um, I watch a game and if somebody makes a really great play or I realize that like, oh, they're one of the elite, a.k.a. Russell Wilson, I go follow them on, on Instagram. And that seems like a stupid way to mark this but it's really where like I learn that's where I find out like what else they're doing in life and like how they work outside of football and kind of give me a deeper look into their world in football just kind of everything it's not just so I can look at their pretty pictures right by Daniel Mock thank you <laughs> um so that's what I start doing and Russell Wilson had to have been the first one because I wa- it, the Seahawks game was one of the first ones that I watched in studying this stuff. And so my second immediate attraction is his beautiful family. Like those babies, are you kidding? Ugh. And just watching him with Future and Sienna, it, it's the cutest thing ever. And obviously his beautiful wife, Sierra, is lovely. We know one day I'll definitely do an episode on her and really maybe just a whole separate one on their family unit because that is a whole separate entity that just wonderfulness, wonderfulness. It's a lovely word. So those are just, you know, immediate attractions. Getting back to the point. And that's actually what I titled this like next little section here on my, on my paper. <laughs> It says get to the point. And it's the point of why I love Russell Wilson. <laughs> I love him so much. I just love this podcast so much. I really, I don't know. Anyways, I love it so much. I missed it. Because like I said, I had two other podcasts before this. And they didn't last too long. Well, I mean, one of them had a pretty good run. They are really, more than anything, learning experiences and I I think they served their purpose I think they lived a good life and it was time for them to go is the point of that story but now we're on to this one and 
considering I've already told you that Russell Wilson is going to be on it in 300 episodes, I think we got to see this one through. (laughs) See it at least through to that 360th episode for Russ. And then, then maybe we can trash it. That would be such a shame. Have the... That was my neighbor, in case you were wondering. He was laughing at me. Um, anyways, that would be a shame if Russell Wilson was the last episode. Like, he came on an episode of a podcast. And then I just... That was the end. The end. Close the book. That... <laughs> the podcast is now gone forever. That would never happen. Let me assure you. <laughs> so, getting to the point. So I'm a couple weeks in to my literal studying of the game. I'm watching my NFL games. And like I said earlier, the biggest attraction is the players. And more specifically, their minds. And that's why Ross is one of my favorite football players. Because he's actually not my favorite. Like if we're talking QBs, I really love to watch Lamar Jackson. And we'll get into why a little bit later. But like, obviously, oh geez, that was really loud. Sorry. Obviously, Russell is one of the best in the game. He's one of the elite, right? But like quarterback wise, he, he, I don't know. He's not my favorite is what I'm saying. Maybe it may be a tie. He may be my second favorite. But that's not my favorite thing about him. Ah, there we go. Why was that so difficult for me? I don't know. I apologize. Lo siento. Ooh, I'm really learning Spanish. So, never mind. Never mind. We're not even going to go down that road right now. So, the minds. Obviously, I am going to school for criminal psychology. But, how I said that they are the reason, they being Trevor and Russ... The reason I'm back in school is because I originally was going to go back for sports psychology after getting sucked into NFL and specifically Russ and Trevor. And it's because of what it's because I am just obsessed with getting into their minds. And I think I definitely still want to do this, but I definitely don't think. Uh, going to school and doing it through that is the right path for it. Like, hey, shit, I'll have them on my podcast. And I'll have them come talk to you here with me. Not here, not in my living room. We're going to have some legit setup at that point. I'll, oh, yeah. <laughs> I assure you we're not going to be standing in my kitchen counter doing this. Um, that's not how I want Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, Lamar Jackson to come and do this. But they will do this, is the point of the story here. (laughs) Anyways, I'm fascinated by their minds. Because I think that's equally as important as their physical abilities. That's why you see people going, not making it. That's why you see people who have the physical abilities, but like something happens to where they don't make it to the NFL. Has nothing to do with their physical abilities, but you know, their mental health or just their situation and their drive or 
Um, there's another word I'm looking for. Mm, anyways, moving on. Um, it, <laughs> it's why you see people come into the NFL and they mess it over. They mess it up over. Hmm. Here's a fresh one: a tweet or a brawl, possibly that has nothing to do with their physical abilities to play football, right? Um, you see it all the time. It, you see plenty of people that could have, but didn't. Could have, but didn't want it bad enough. They didn't have all the tools, right? So they had the physical abilities that could have gotten them there or that did get them there. But that's not all you need. You need the mental tools to keep you there. So I am constantly thinking, how did he get there? What drove him? So like, what makes him so special that his mind was able to get him there when there's plenty of people with his physical ability and just, and all that stuff for really great example that I can think of here is say we're just looking at a play right and specifically let's say break it down the guys guy on one team wants to sack the quarterback he wants to get that ball guy on the other team wants to make sure that guy doesn't do that that's their only jobs breaking it down simple as that right play goes on You know, a guy goes, he sacks the quarterback. Most people are thinking one of two things. One being, hooray, that's great for my team. His team being the team that sacked the quarterback. (laughs) And the second option here is, boo, that's not good for my team. His team being the quarterback's team. I swear I know like all the terms and stuff like that, but just breaking it down, making it real simple here. But here's the thing. You guys are thinking that, but Peyton is sitting there thinking. I know, and this isn't always the case, but a lot of times it really is because these guys are the best of the best, right? I'm sitting there looking at those two players specifically out of the 22 on the field. Those two players... I know their physical abilities, both of them. And they're, like I said, not always, but some some of the time, they're an even match. So in my head, I'm thinking a lot of the times it's a battle of wills, right? So why is it that the defensive player wanted that play more than the offensive player in that situation? Why? Because he, he went and sacked the quarterback. Like he, his job was done, Right. Why didn't the offensive player want it as bad? Because here's the thing. I see a lot of hmm, laziness. That's a terrible word because I'm not calling these men lazy. They're amazing athletes and they got there by hard work. And so take this very, very lightly. But during the game, they play just a random play in the first quarter very differently then they would play a play, Jesus, that's terrible wording, um, play a play in overtime or in the, even in the third quarter if they're tied. 
they play it very differently. And I want to know why. Maybe they wouldn't have been in a situation where they were tied if he would have wanted that first play as much as the one in the fourth quarter. I want to know why. I want to know exactly what's going on. Wow. I want to know exactly what's going on in their heads in that moment. I want I, the best way I can describe this is I want to pick these men's brains like so badly it's ridiculous. <sighs> so badly they'll be on my podcast. Just wait, and then you can hear me pick the brains for maybe a couple hours. But the rest, like they're gonna have to sit with me for the rest of the day and, <laughs> and let me really get into it. So that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> While you're sitting there watching the game, you're watching the scores, you're watching the flags being thrown, the whistles being blown, Ooh, balls being thrown. Oh, well, that was the first word I used. Look, I thought I was giving you like three rhymes in a row. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like that needed an apology. <laughs> you're watching all of that. And that's just one example of what my brain is doing during one play so maybe a total seconds if he sacked the quarterbacks like maybe 30 seconds <laughs> it's not long so that's what I mean by studying the game I, I'm not only I started by studying the game and like how it worked and you know how many points a safety is and all that good stuff and the penalties and yada yada but I've moved on because you know I know those things now I moved on to and this was not on purpose it was just very natural to me it's the same reason I love criminal psych I want to pick their brains I gotta know what's going on what gets them there same same idea for sports psychology wow really couldn't think of that one um so as much as I love it it's uh, it's not what I'm going to school for I could later on but like first and foremost we're sticking with the criminal psych just because I know I won't lose interest in that if we're being quite honest but like I'm afraid this football season will be over and I'll fall off again and that is my complete honest answer to you I don't like it. Something I, it's not my favorite thing about myself. But I'm also honest and realistic. So there you go. Oh. I just made a realization about my day and I'm very happy about it. So we're gonna move on now. Ah da 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 Next page. The amount of notes I wrote down for this is ridiculous. I was pretty proud of it, actually. And I'm also pretty proud of my... I mean, the opposite word of dependence is independence, but that's not... I don't think that works here. It's my lack of dependence on the notes. Yes! really didn't think I was going to get that point, but I I did it. This is where we've reached the point of the story. Where? You know who Trevor Moad is. <laughs> I've mentioned him 
but I'm sure most of you had no idea what who he was. And this is this is where we get into God. I think I might need to take a break and get snack. Brush my teeth. I legitimately turn this on like I was so what I do in the mornings is I walk my dog well I get up and pee and like wash my face and all that but I didn't think anyway <laughs> I walk my dog but before that I put on um, a pot of water so when I come back it's you know hot and then usually what I used to do is sit down and read while I drink the water and the water, you know, just cleans you out. Digestive stuff. It's a great way to start the day. And so I read until I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> but I, I'm looking to change up that routine. The water's still there. Don't get me wrong. I still walk my dog and then drink the water. However, today, and hopefully moving forward, I come talk to you that on that i like that's gonna be an issue when russell wilson comes to be on the podcast because hmm, <laughs> he's not gonna want to come to my house right after i wake up while i drink my hot water and haven't brushed my teeth russ i know you're listening i will brush my teeth for you i promise and i'll make it not at seven o'clock I'll come to you. You know, I'll work around you. I feel you. Thanks for being on the pod.